It's February and love is in the air, but not if your sales team is in a relationship with the wrong sales platform. Don't worry, Sales Hub from HubSpot is here to help. It's an all-in-one platform that helps teams prospect smarter, boost revenue, and scale better. Plus, it's easy to learn and free to start. What's not to love about that? Be the perfect matchmaker and introduce your sales team to a new platform they'll love. With Sales Hub, closing deals is no big deal. Head to HubSpot.com slash sales now. Stacy, Liquid IV is everywhere. You guys are listening to your customers better than anybody that I know right now that I'm talking to. And like, it kind of makes me mad how good you are. Um <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Hero Maker. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ. And hey, Hero Maker. April, you and I listen to a lot of podcasts. I cannot tell you how many podcasts I listen to. It's almost a little embarrassing how many hours of podcasts I've consumed. Yes, you listen to more than me, for sure. And you may or may not have noticed. Okay, yes. This is going to be a test. Okay, I'm ready. On podcasts, do you ever hear ads? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think if there is a podcast that doesn't have them these yes. days. Yes. I mean, very few do not have ads. Like, yes. I mean, they're they're just a part of the ecosystem. Yes, we have ads. We are partnered with the HubSpot Network, yes. who we love. Yes. And we have built a great relationship with them. And there's a lot of mutually beneficial things that happen because of that. And that's what happens in so many podcasts. And so then I'm curious, this is, I, I'm just very curious, when you listen to ads, in my brain, there are some specific companies that I hear on podcasts over and over oh, and yes. over again, right? So of course- we listen to a lot of the HubSpot network, mm -hmm. so we hear a lot of those ads. Mm -hmm. What other ads do you hear? Oh, this is fun. Okay, <laughs> I hear a lot of BetterHelp. Yes, BetterHelp. Tons of BetterHelp ads. Mm -hmm. I hear some Vuori clothing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's like this. I mean, I'm wearing their pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely used a coupon code to buy these because of a podcast ad. Yes. Um, Liquid IV. Yes. Uh, I hear that one a lot. I hear Squarespace yes. a lot. Yeah. ADT. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. And so there's all of these companies that have chosen the podcast world to really put their information out there and have grown because of it. And we've been paying attention to those ads because, one, I pay attention to how people do ads because I'm just like very curious how hosts, like I listen to Smartless and they do ads very in, oh, in a very goodness. interesting They're way. So compelling. Yeah. The, the way that they do that. I, I mean, I would those. listen to Will Arnett read 
anything. Oh, 100%. 100%. Anything. But I'm also listening to like, what are people talking about? And liquid IV is everywhere. And we started looking into liquid IV. Like, what are they doing? Because uh, Hero Maker, just if you get maybe no other tip from today's episode, <laughs> which you will, but I want you to listen to how great marketers are marketing and learn from them. That's what we're doing on this podcast. We're bringing in great marketers that we love, that we respect, especially our Story Brand Certified Guides. We're bringing them in, we're listening, and we're learning. We're following their cues on what they're doing. And I think one of the greatest campaigns that's out there, especially in the podcast world right now, is Liquid IV. Everybody is listening to them. Everybody knows who they are. And Liquid IV has been around for a while, and people have known about them from different areas of their marketing, but I really think they've gotten so much value out of the podcast space. And in my brain, because that's where I spend a lot of time, it's really elevated their brand, and we wanted to learn from them. And so we decided to bring on, drumroll please, the VP of marketing from Liquid IV, Stacy Andrade Wells. And it was such a fun conversation that I had with her. And she brought in so much consumer insight and talked about the things that they're doing. She was so generous in sharing with all of us some tips that they're bringing to the table in 2024, some trends that they're looking at that are happening, and specifically then how we can use those insights to grow our own business and our own marketing. So I I am so excited and so honored that today we have the VP of marketing from Liquid IV, Stacy Andrade Wells. Well, Stacy, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. I'm excited to talk to you. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. I mentioned before we started, I'm a fan because I have actually used Liquid IV. But for our listeners, for the people, for maybe the two people who don't know what it is, because I know everybody does know, could you just tell us a little bit about what Liquid IV is and your role with the company? Absolutely. Liquid IV was founded in Los Angeles, California, um, back in 2012. And it was acquired by Unilever in September of 2020. And essentially what it is, is uh, Liquid IV is a functional hydration brand. So we sell powdered hydration mixes, and they're specifically designed to hydrate you faster and more effectively than if you were drinking water alone. So they have three times the electrolytes of your traditional sports drink, and they're designed with eight vitamins and nutrients for your everyday wellness. Not to mention the flavorlessness of water, like the the lack of excitement behind engaging with water. We're very intentional about our flavor design. Um, So that's another element on like getting to these amazing true to fruit flavors that consumers really love absolutely focused on the best of function and flavor. And that's what Liquid IV really thrives in. Um, So I super appreciate you saying most people are aware. We've done a lot in the last couple of years to dial up our brand awareness. And um, we're actually in over 80,000 retail doors in the U.S. now. Dang. Oh, that's amazing. And how long have you been with Liquid IV? I've been with the company about two years. So I joined in January of 2022. And your role is VP of Marketing? Yes. 
you are in what I would argue is a very quote unquote crowded marketplace, right? Like you are competing against water, first of all, <laughs> which is yep. which is free. <laughs> You're competing against what a lot of people, you know, other big brands like Gatorade or Powerade that people would assume are similar. You're also competing against sodas. You're in this space, right? Of like people have a lot of options for things to drink. And so as a market in a marketing team, I know, and or at least would imagine, I'd love to hear from you of like, what is your process like, first of all, to sit down and say, we know we're a different product than all of these. We're, we're definitely different than Coke. We're definitely different than Gatorade. When you sit down and go, we need to differentiate in the marketplace. What do those conversations look like? Because a lot of our listeners are in crowded space. They're realtors and there's lots of realtors around them or they do fast food restaurant or they, you know, sell flowers or something. And they're in what they would say it's a crowded marketplace and they have to figure out how to differentiate in that space to make themselves stand out. And I think you guys have done that so well. So I'd love to just pull back the curtains a little bit and say, what are those conversations like in the marketing department as you're stepping into that space? Absolutely. I love this question. And I think the home base of it really starts with knowing your consumer and like really deeply understanding the insights behind your consumer, because there is an element where you can kind of get lost in the complexity of the competitive landscape. And you you can, it's very easy to divert your strategy and say, well, so-and-so is having success doing X, Y, and Z. Like maybe I should go that route. And I think it's really important in those moments where things feel a bit cluttered and, and highly competitive to go back to home base, which is your consumer, and try to deeply understand what is the unmet need here? Like, what is it that I can uniquely do that's going to provide value in the lives of these consumers in a way that other brands and other products cannot? And so for us at Liquid IV, there's a couple ways that we really try to do this. The first is we have an entire consumer research department that is very focused on having that steady pulse and drumbeat of consumer insights. So I'm actually headed to Atlanta later this month to do some multicultural consumer research to understand how those insights might even differ from the general population and, and what can we learn there. So that constant drumbeat of consumer insights. We also have a really uh, unique situation at Liquid IV in that we have a D2C business. Um, so we have a whole website that is basically a gold mine of consumer insights. What are they buying? Who's buying it? With what degree of loyalty and repeat? It's just this amazing feedback loop to like really understand your consumers and, and what they're looking for. So I think to me, like that's really the where everything starts is understanding, you know, how can I do something for this consumer set that no other company is able to do? Yes, I'm a little bit of a marketing nerd. And when you were talking, I'm not kidding. Like, also, I'm a little tired. So I was tearing up a little bit. And that, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I actually was tearing up because I think everybody needs to hear that because it really is so easy to look to other people and go, oh, well, they're doing this. And, you know, even in like the really high level of like, oh, my gosh, well, they did TikTok dances and it went viral. We need to do TikTok dances. And they're like, and I'm like, you're not <laughs> yeah. a dancer. Don't 
don't, you know, but yeah. look to all these other people and go, oh, we're looking at marketing strategies that we think are going to be super effective. And that may not be true to your brand. And it definitely may not be true to your customer. And so to go back and really stop and go, let's focus on our customer. What is their story? What are they experiencing? What are the problems that we can solve for them? And when you do that, that is when you actually will find success. Because you guys yes. could go, you know, well, let's grab this athlete or let's grab this personality or let's grab. And it's like, no, no, no. Let's go back to our consumer. And exactly I love that right. so much. I think you're touching on exactly how we landed on a very crystallized proposition for the brand. Because if you interact with any of the advertising or content from Liquid IV, there's a very clear positioning around hydration for everyday people and everyday life. And the legacy approach to the entire hydration industry and these, you know, sports beverages and, and drink brands was hydration is for high performance, high octane sports and professional athletes. And um, we actually had a very robust set of consumer research when we were designing our first national brand campaign where we went and spoke with consumers and what we heard back was, I get it, like this makes sense, but it doesn't feel relatable or relevant to me. This is not what a dehydration occasion looks like for me personally. And so that was a huge unlock for us of how can we tell stories that are a bit more authentic and relatable and relevant. And let's talk about the parents that are dehydrated because they're shuffling their kids from school to soccer practice to trombone lessons. And let's talk about, you know, the people who who are playing with their dogs on the beach in the middle of a heat wave of the summer and what that dehydration occasion looks like. And what we're finding is that there's a lot of receptivity to that because it's just far more true to what people are experiencing on an everyday basis. And that's part of why you guys have blown up and done so great is because you actually are focused on your customer versus like, here is why I've not heard you once say, here is why our product is better than blank, blank, blank. Mm -hmm. You're not actually like comparing to anybody else. You're not positioned against anybody else. You're specific, everything you're talking about is about your consumer. And we, we try to drill that into people over and over with marketing. It's like, you're not the hero of your marketing story. Your customer is. And and if you can actually listen to them, what they're saying, and identify the problems you solve for them versus trying to make yourself into something else, you're going to win in the marketplace. And so yes. I just like that's literally why I was tearing up because Love that. <laughs> it just makes me happy. And, and it is a beautiful thing when it comes together. Yes. This Old Marketing, hosted by Joe Polizzi and Robert Rose, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Joe and Robert are two of the most well-known experts in the content marketing space, and on each episode of This Old Marketing, talk about the latest content marketing trends and also discuss how businesses can use content to attract and retain customers. Every episode features a discussion pulled from the recent content marketing headlines, rants from the guys on what's going on in the industry, and a This Old Marketing example from the past that you can learn from. Go check out a recent episode called Deep Fakes and Small Screens Overshadow Marketing in 2024. In that episode, the guys talk about YouTube and TikTok, how they continue to dominate and grow in profit and usage. Then they pose the question, is it imperative that all companies market on these channels today? They also dive into how the George Carlin and Taylor Swift deep fakes are dominating the news and then talk about, is there anything we can do about them or have we unleashed Pandora's box? So go listen to This Old Marketing wherever you get your podcasts. 
And now back to the show. The luxury of being a big brand is you actually do get a broader base of information that you can gather, like from consumer insights and trends that are happening. And for a lot of people that are listening, they they don't have access to some of that stuff, like the study, because they don't have huge teams and everything. And so if you're willing, what I'd love for you to share a little bit of some of the trends that you're seeing or predicting for 2024 when it comes to consumers. So people who are specifically purchasing consumer good products, you know, we're entering into what I've been calling kind of just an uncertain economy. It's like a weird, it's like some people are doing great. Some people are not some, you know, you look at job statistics, they're doing good, but then like, all right, student loans are coming back. And Mm -hmm. also we have an election and we have stuff in the world. And it's just kind of like people are a little nervous to spend money right now. They're holding on to their cash a little bit. And we have all these businesses who listen, who sell consumer goods, who don't have access to some of those trends. So if you're willing to, I'd love for you to speak to some of the things you're seeing or predicting in that space for 2024. Absolutely. I think there's probably three that I would really highlight. So the first is I really think there's going to be, at least in the food and beverage space, a continued heightened focus on sugar-free and clean ingredients. So this is something that we've actually conducted some of our own research and we asked consumers to rank different food claims in order of highest to lowest importance. And what we found was that the results showed that they rated no added sugar as the number one most important claim. The sugar-free food and beverage market, we're expecting it's going to grow to be over $23 billion by 2028. That wow. is a massive and growing market. So that's something I expect we're going to continue to see a consumer movement towards that space of sugar-free. It's something that like, even if you don't have access necessarily to like trends in the food and beverage space, it's very visible to us, even in the news, the coverage of things like aspartame, artificial sweeteners that, you know, microplastics in water bottles, like things like that are becoming very top of mind for consumers, especially in a post-COVID world when everyone is very focused on their health and well-being um, and what their wellness journey looks like. So I think that's going to be something that uh, continues to be a trend. And for Liquid IV, it's not just about the trend and what consumers are asking for, but how do you really get to the heart of what they need? Because, you know, we spent two years actually developing our sugar-free product. And I think it would have been very easy for us to just strip sugar out of the formula, replace it with an artificial sweetener and say, go ahead, like put it out in market. And I think for us, it was really about we know that there's a lot of questions and concerns about clean ingredients. How do we do this without artificial sweeteners? Um, How do we do it in a way where we can guarantee through clinical data that this product still hydrates you more efficiently and effectively than water alone? despite the fact that we've removed sugar, which is a critical ingredient in our original formula. That took two years of development and a serious team of scientists and clinical researchers to make sure that we could get something that not only delivered on the insight from the trend, but elevated the bar in the marketplace for what superior function looks like in the hydration space. So I think it's about reading the trend, understanding the insight, and then saying, how can I take that and really deliver something remarkable with it? Um, So that's one space that I think is going to continue to be interesting. The second is about product accessibility. So there is this trend towards how do we get to things that are more convenient, more ergonomic, 
easier to use. Convenience is something that consumers are valuing more and more. There was a Mythbusters convenience report that was released in spring of 2023, and it noted that 87% of millennials consider convenience most important when they are shopping for a product. Mm. We're conscious of our time. Time is money. Like there's value to that, right? And so I think actually this is a huge contributing factor to why you're seeing the powdered hydration market grow as a portion of the total functional beverage space. So your powder mixes are growing at a much faster rate than your ready to drink plastic bottles. And the reason is because I can take liquid IV through TSA at the airport. I can take that with me on the hike. I can take it with me on the go because it's convenient, it's portable, it's ergonomic. So I think there's going to be a lot of value to that. And then the third space I want to touch on is at the same time that consumers are dealing with all of this economic uncertainty, there's also a lot that is going on with climate change, with the planet. Consumers are very attuned to that. And there was a recent Markstein and Certus Insights report that stated 70% of consumers want to know how the brands they support are addressing social and environmental issues. 46% of them are paying close attention to those efforts when they are making a purchasing decision. And so this is really not an optional thing anymore. You know, there used to be a time where you could have a very secondary impact or, you know, social give back program, and it was a bit of a tack on or an afterthought. What I love about the way that we've built Liquid IV as a company is that it is inherently built into our business model that we are designing products that are better for people and for the planet. The company started with a very humble 500 serving stick donation to a Los Angeles shelter. And then we moved to a one-to-one give back model where for every pack that was purchased, we were donating one stick to someone that was in need of hydration. Um, in the last year, we've actually migrated to a model where 1%, over 1% of our revenue goes to our impact program where we are supporting organizations and nonprofit partners that help create access to clean water globally. At this point, we've donated over $5 million to those nonprofit partners. So it really is something that has to be part of the DNA of what you do, because this is a new era of how we're doing business. Business has to be better for the economy, but it has to be better for the planet and for people as well. That was such a gift, first off. Thank you for sharing that insight because uh, so many people don't have access to that insight and you bringing that and freely giving that to our listeners, A, thank you. That was such a gift. And as you were speaking, I was just exploding with ideas for people. That uh, The genius of what you pulled out of all of this, I think is fantastic because even if people don't have a sugar-free product, what they need to understand from this insight that you brought is the idea that people are focusing on their health and well-being. So when you're creating marketing and messaging towards your consumer, understand that that is a high priority for consumers right now. And then the idea that really accessibility and convenience is something that people are looking for. Again, when you can talk to the successful results people will have after they've purchased your product or service and include time, convenience, in that, in anything. You, you don't have to be a, a drink on the go, but when you actually include that language in your marketing, that's going to be huge because that's what people are looking for. And then this idea that you it's okay to share what you're doing in the world. And also, if you're not making the world a better place, 
start, please. <laughs> like just be better. Be better. Do better. <laughs> you can do it because it doesn't take a lot. I mean, you, like what you're talking about is starting with 500 packet donations. And it's like, okay, you started in one place and now it's grown to be life-changing for so many people. I think that's yeah. unbelievable, but all of us can learn from that as well. I, I just am so grateful that you would be willing to come on and just share these insights with us and challenge everybody, I think, to think about some trends specifically that are happening in this coming year and focus on your customer. You guys are listening to your customers better than anybody that I know right now that I'm talking to. And you're taking that and putting that direct into action. I mean, I can, you know, again, we kind of like to pull back the curtain a little bit is that on here, when you're talking about the trends, then you're positioning your product as something that's stepping into those trends and insights, not in a trendy way, but you've kept everything customer focused. And I would really encourage everybody to you've listened to this once okay so you've listened to this once and heard the insights and kind of gained the information i actually want you to go back and i want you to listen to exactly how stacy talks about this stuff because she's living it out she's living out the marketing that we always talk about in a really powerful and gracious and generous way you are too kind oh my gosh that was so that was very nice well, thank you <laughs> it's true and like it kind of makes me mad how good you are um <laughs> like it's just you're real good it's and I love it because, and we talked a little bit earlier, I was like, I'm aware of Liquid IV and I'm, I would say I'm a casual fan and I'm not kidding. I'm getting on my phone right after this and I'm ordering some because I'm just now a huge fan of your company and a huge fan of you and so grateful that you would come on and share with us. And I know everybody's going to get a ton out of this interview. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And you know, I am equally fangirling over the company. Like, this is really the reason that I came to Liquid IV is it is so easy to fall in love with the product, but also the way we do business as a company and to be part of something like that, where we know that not only is the product making a really big difference in people's lives and their wellness journey, like it truly is a superior hydration solution for people. But the fact that we're able to do that, you know, have a successful and thriving business and also find ways to reinvest in the world and do amazing things when it comes to clean water access uh, with so many of the partners that we've built and the network that we've built in the nonprofit space, it really is a, a super rewarding opportunity. Well, if if anybody wants a to buy Liquid IV or even just see what you're doing in the market space, where should they go? Head to liquidiv.com. That is our homepage. That's where you can find all of our latest products, all of the latest work that we're doing in the impact space. And honestly, we're very hard to miss. We have a very 360 approach when it comes to talking about our brand. So if you don't find us on our website, I'm sure uh, it won't be long before you see our advertising around somewhere. Well, I love it. And and like I said, go not only buy the product, but actually go look at how, how they sell the product, because I think we can all learn from Liquid IV a ton. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks for sharing with our audience. And thanks for all you do in the world. I really love it. Oh, thank you so much for having me, JJ. This was great.
Wow, such a fun conversation. And HeroMaker, now you have permission to actually take those customer insights and trends that Stacy talked about and apply them to your marketing specifically. And if you're still feeling stuck trying to figure out how to apply everything Stacy talked about today and use the StoryBrand framework in your marketing, you can hire a StoryBrand certified guide. Just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. All right, Hero Maker, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. Stacy talked about trends that are happening in 2024, and the way they discovered those trends is by looking at customer research and insights. Basically, they talked to their customers, they listened to their customers. Now, you can take those specific insights that she talked about, the idea that if your product is, you know, good for somebody's body and it's good for the environment and it's convenient, you want to step into those trends and you want to bring that information to the top of your marketing on your website, in your emails, on your social media, absolutely use those specific insights to raise the level of your marketing. However, for some of you, these may not apply. You may not have a product that doesn't have a lot of sugar in it. And so you're like, how do I talk about this shirt that I'm selling that it doesn't have sugar? <laughs> what you want to do is just like Stacy did, you want to listen to your customers. What are they telling you is the reason they are buying your product? What are the problems you are solving for them? You don't have to guess. You may not have an entire department that does does a ton of customer research for you, but you do have testimonies. You do have customer interactions and you can take that, even if it's anecdotal evidence, and begin to create three different things that you know your customers are coming to you for. What are the things that they are telling you that they love about your product? And then make sure that you talk about those things on your website in your emails, and on your social media. You don't have to guess at this. Listen to your customers. If you have the opportunity to survey them, even better, but you don't have to. Just listen to what they're telling you and take that language and put it in your marketing. Because when you're listening to your customers and you begin repeating language back to them that they're telling you, what you're doing is you are positioning your customers the hero. You are becoming their guide. You are helping more people understand why they will love your product too. You are helping them overcome their problems. You are helping them win the day. That's what makes you a great hero maker. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you found this episode valuable, please rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. 